My friends, what a, what a joy it is this evening to celebrate this solemnity of St. Francis, the patron of our parish, St. Francis of Assisi. What a tremendous model he is for us. Francis, who was a very worldly young man growing up in Italy in the Middle Ages, and then in a moment of conversion, decided to give everything to Jesus Christ. Francis decided to give all that he had to our Lord Jesus Christ and to follow our Lord so closely. Francis could be a beautiful model for us that we need to follow our Lord Jesus with intensity. We need to follow our Lord with devotion. And what Francis found is that to follow our Lord Jesus is not immediately easy. He was rejected at first. He was thought a fool. He was thought to have gone out of his mind. His own father objected to him following our Lord. Francis, Francis's father uh, sold nice garments, and Francis decided that he would sell some of those garments and give that money to the poor. His father didn't like his stuff being sold, and he brought him before the bishop. And in front of the bishop, Francis said, fine. The man I've called my father is no longer my father. And he took everything he had from his father. He stripped literally right there and said, Now I will be devoted to God alone. I've given up all worldly attachments in a quite literal way. Uh, and I will be devoted to God alone. And the bishop, maybe for propriety's sake, um, but also his spiritual meaning, covered Francis with his own cape that he would have been wearing, a cope. Uh, a sign that the church needs to welcome those, always welcome those who are seeking to follow Jesus Christ more closely. That the institutional church exists to be a place of support for those who are seeking to follow Jesus Christ more closely. And so therefore, how fitting is it for us that our church, our physical church building, exists to always support and care for and nourish those who are seeking to follow Jesus Christ more closely. Within this community, within this parish community, we should find the support that we need to follow our Lord. We should always be nourished here. We should always be supported here. Francis's plan of living the gospel, notice Francis didn't decide to start a new movement, right? When Francis started the whole thing, what was going to be the rule that they were going to follow? What's this big uh, code that they drew up? They didn't. He just wanted to follow the gospel. The plan of Francis of Assisi is just to follow the gospel. In the gospel, Jesus tells us how to live. In the gospel, Jesus himself tells us how to follow him. He tells us how to be his disciples. Francis took the gospel literally. It wasn't just these nice stories. It wasn't a far ideal to reach for. He took the gospel literally. And in doing so, he became a great saint. Francis of Assisi became a great saint. By following our Lord, as our Lord teaches, in the gospel. Francis was able to follow those counsels of our Lord. 
We heard in that first reading from the book of Genesis where Abram is told to go out from his native land, to go out from his family, from those supports that he had, to leave all of that behind in a real way. St. Francis of Assisi himself had to do that, right? He went out from all of those worldly supports. He grew up relatively upper middle class and he had to leave all of that behind so that he could follow the Lord. But unlike Abram, who would go out from his native land and would never go back, Francis, in going out from those supports he had, was eventually called to go back. He was called to go back there as a witness. He was called to go back into those areas. Uh, He was called to go back into the city where he grew up, the famous city of Assisi. Um, he was called to go back there as the witness. He went out, yes, but then he came back. The same should be true of a parish community, right? We come from all the different parts of New Britain and the surrounding towns. And we go out from our homes and we come here. And we're nourished. And we're called to follow Almighty God. We're instructed and we're built up. But then we can't stay here. As good as a parish is, I'm the only one who gets to live here. We all, everyone else, needs to go back. Go back home. But bring Jesus Christ. Bring the transformation. When we leave our home to come to Mass, and then we go back home after, we should be transformed. Every single time we go from one point stop here at the parish, and then go somewhere else, we should be transformed. It should be almost like a renewed person going to point B than the person who left point A. Because of the impact of this community, of this place where Almighty God is worshipped, St. Francis was so conformed to Jesus Christ. I'm sure you know the story, but at the end of his life, we actually have a beautiful picture of it in the sacristy, if you get a chance to check it out after Mass. At the end of his life, the seraphim appeared to him, and Francis received the stigmata, the wounds of our Lord, the nail marks in his hands and his feet and his side. Actually, in our statue as well, you'll notice Francis has the nail marks in his hands in the back there. He was so conformed to our Lord Jesus Christ. As St. Paul said in that, in that second reading, that Paul bears, on, bears the marks of Jesus on his own body. When we are conformed to Jesus Christ, it's not just the nice stuff. It's not just the glory. It's not just the um, kindness and the loving uh, character that St. Francis was so known for, but it's also the suffering. And it's the cross. Here at our parish, we should receive the cross. We should always be encouraged to carry the cross of our Lord, to bear the wounds and the daily hardships. When we bring those hardships from the world and we bring them here, they turn from just normal crosses to the Holy Cross. When we take any wounds that we could receive in the world and we bring them here, they they transform from just normal wounds and scars and pains into the wounds of our Lord. They're transformed by that encounter with Jesus Christ. And so our daily struggles and our daily hardships are united to the sufferings 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here's a final point. St. Francis is known, above all, for his poverty. Francis is known for poverty. He stripped himself of all things. But the poverty is not meant to be just for its own sake, right? St. Francis is not the first minimalist. It's not minimalism, his poverty. Let's just have less stuff for the sake of having less. No. Francis's poverty was for the glory of God. All that Francis got rid of in his life was for the upbuilding of the glory of God so that he could be 100% about the glory of God. It's interesting, I was reading some quotes on Twitter today about the letters of St. Francis where he says, for ourselves we should live poverty, but we should take the absolute best we can find for the worship of Almighty God. And so how fitting is it on this Feast of St. Francis to come to this glorious Mass, to pull out all the stops we can, to give to our Lord God the most glorious worship we possibly can, to worship our Lord most perfectly in the sacrifice of the Mass, where we offer Almighty God the body and blood, soul and divinity of His most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not just poverty for poverty's sake. It's all for the glory of God. And so how right it is as a community tonight that we gather. We gather to give glory to God. We gather to praise our Lord and God. We tonight seek the same goal that Francis did. The glory of Almighty God. As a parish community tonight. Celebrating this great solemnity of our patron St. Francis. May we always be dedicated to the praise, honor, and glory of Almighty God.